Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan here talking your Philadelphia Eagles, your 3-5-1 Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, your first place in the division, NFC East, Philadelphia Eagles. As long as no games get canceled, hosting a home game Eagles. Yeah. So, which is it's still insane. Um, but, yeah, I, that game on Sunday was... The defense didn't show up at all. It was a very poor, in the mouth. very poor performance from the Eagles uh, after a bye, especially. And it's funny because I mean that moves Doug to what one and four off a of bye, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, and that's just not good. <laughs> I mean, like that's not like you have the extra week to prepare. I have no clue what it is, like because uh, we're used to Andy off the bye. Yeah. Like that, and we're gonna see Andy off the bye on Sunday night, and it's gonna be event. Like he's gonna slap the Raiders around. That's a different. We'll talk about that later. But like, it's literally like it's just pathetic. Um, I mean, I the one thing. I mean, I definitely, um, definitely didn't really think that they that they would do anything like that. The the Giants would really do anything, but obviously they did do a little bit of tweaks. And like this, I was talking to Jesse the other night, and I was saying this that game is what you would thought you would have seen like on that Thursday night game. Not a game where you have a whole week to prepare for. Yeah. Like something on a short week where it's like, okay, we can't really stop this. Like literally we I don't know. It just yeah. it's very frustrating. The yeah. sloppy practice is what everyone's talking about. Yeah. The penalties in that game too. Like just you're you're shooting yourself in the foot and they just the Giants looked like they had a plan and the Eagles looked like they didn't have a plan. And the big talk this week now is Doug Peterson. Is Doug Peterson um, the coach of the future of the Philadelphia Eagles? Like, is he gonna be? Is he gonna be here next year? Honestly, at this rate, I I, I was having this conversation the other day with um with Jarrett, and I was like, yeah, I think if they win the division, which I still think they they can and will, I think he'll still be here. But it doesn't like excuse the fact that we won six games and yeah, how bad how bad the offense has looked for a while, like. It really makes you think, like, Frank Reich, and, That's, the, that's like, the only thing that you can, honestly, like, if you're looking at, if you're sifting through information, you're looking at different seasons, it is Frank Reich. Like, but like, then, then why not bring in another coordinator? Like, I like, don't know. That makes no sense. Like, you could, like, we could have brought in Jim Caldwell, like, another, yeah. like, basically, like, very qualified coach. To bounce ideas off, to have someone check you, because right now no one's checking Doug. <laughs> At least that's what it seems, and we're, it's just so, it's just been so bad, so frustrating, um, and yeah, it really makes you question, not just Doug, but like the rest of the coaching staff in general, too, like you see guys who start flourishing in other places that, that weren't doing that here, like in Nelson Aguilar. He did like, have that bad, did you see his terrible drop? No. Oh, it was terrible. It no. was vintage Eagles, Nelson. This past week? Yeah, it literally should have easily caught it, and it was just a terrible drop for a touchdown too wow. so it made me that made me feel it didn't make me feel good but like it was like okay i'm glad like at least the raiders are gonna get a little bit frustrated with him yeah but yeah i i mean besides that he's been having a good season um and i mean i guess like jordan howard he hasn't been doing anything since he left so like I, yeah well we just brought him back right uh, i think uh practice squad yeah, yeah so Jordan Howard, I mean, he, he, he can't do anything in Miami, so I don't know. I mean, he, he is uh, there is a need for him, I, I'd say, here. I just don't know if he's got anything left, like a, a big body back, goal line back, but I don't know how much Jordan Howard has left in the tank, to be honest. I mean, he's not like it's that he's that old. I, I mean, know, but he's, he's, he's not he's, that great. Like, he's not even he, – He's not good. Miami caught him. Yeah. 
I mean, you couldn't play over um, yeah, you, but a you, mod or whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't even know how to say that dude's name. But, I mean, Jordan Howard is... I wouldn't say, like, he's washed. He could have been, like, mad that he was a healthy scratch or something like that. Like, yeah, I guess oh, they I just the didn't want to pay him, honestly. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, just because I don't know what his contract was, but... I'm sure it was more than those kids. Oh, yeah, definitely. So. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he... Yeah, well, whenever he gets called up, he gets called up. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, overall that game, that was a really hard game to watch. Giants... I said it on the preview show, I think, are the threat to the Eagles for the division, and they looked better than the Eagles on Sunday. They outplayed the Eagles, outcoached the Eagles, um, and yeah, if, if that if that keeps up, then they'll win the division. I don't even know what the Giants' schedule looks like for the future, but we know the Eagles have a stretch of five games right now that are really difficult, um, and like realistically, like, Paul, talk, Paul and I talked last week. They could potentially, we've talked about them winning the Giants game, which they didn't, the Browns game, and then the other two NFC East games we have remaining. Yeah, and, and I, I the, mean, we know, but we do know the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. and how they like to operate. Yeah. And it's always, it's always been backwards. It always will be because you have that game where you think you're going to win and you lose. Then you end up picking off like one of those weird games where you don't think that you even really have a chance at. Um, I I was just trying to see if there was one That's last year. No, I know. Uh, I was I was looking back to see if there's one comparable last well, year. I feel like the one was it last year, the Green Bay game last year. No, nah, but I well I felt that was earlier in the season. I felt pretty confident at that uh, point. But I guess a lot of people didn't think we were going to win that game. I mean, if you think back, I guess like the Rams game in in eighteen mm-hmm. with Foles. Well, well, and that was yeah, that was at that point like playoff. You literally had to went out and we had, had some other yeah, things happen. Yeah, we were like point six percent, or there's not even. I yeah. think it was a fraction of a percent. Going into that game, six and seven after a hard loss to Dallas, yeah, and then uh, yeah, that was a that was a game no one thought we win. Rams, Texans, McCarr got an accident that day. It's still haunting me today, and wow. But <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I mean, it's just very. I I know this. I just know how the Eagles operate, and they whatever they do is they'll keep on drawing you back in just to spit you out. It's an endless cycle. I thought the cycle was broken once we won the Super Bowl. I thought everything was going to be gravy, biscuits and gravy here on out, whatever the saying is. But it's a hundred percent not. And the thing is, the Packers aren't really a real te- like they're the same team as last year, pretty much. So like I don't really respect them as a as a football team, but also the I don't respect the Eagles as a football team either. So like that's one that I think that we could pick off. Saints also don't have Drew Brees now. We don't know what Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston offense looks like with them. Plus we have them home. Um, Cardinals, Kyler Murray's a baller, so that should be interesting. Uh, yeah, I'll say he's a baller. Hopkins is a baller, uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then you would hope that we'd win the two other games. So I think there is a chance to get three games out of this, which we said was the magic number for the most part. So yeah, we sit here three, five, and one. What's your, what's your final record prediction? After I was, I was saying I wanted Sunday night, January third. I, I wanted the lowest possible, just but like with winning the division at the same time. I, mean, um, I think the lowest possible would be six, nine, and one probably. Well, I mathematically see. speaking, like it would probably be what. I mean, we could not win a game again and still win the division, nah. right? No, because we have one against the Cowboys and one against Washington. Oh, so, yeah. so if we didn't win a game, they would. I mean, they would also have to lose that. Besides, yeah. they won against us. 
So it's right. like, I, I don't want to go in three, five. Like, I think the lowest, <laughs> I don't think it's mathematically possible to, to win the division at three. Uh, well, because Dallas and Washington only have one win. No, they two have two. Wins. They both have two. So if each of them won those games and then lost out, and the oh. Giants lost out, we well, would I mean, win the division. But the thing is, they also play the Giants again. So uh, it's impossible. Yeah, that's, that's why All it's right, impossible. So so I think that Four. five, five is right, five. five wins. No, but seriously, like I, I do think that we'll probably end up six. Like we said, after the bye, I think we're going to end up with six wins. Um, not six wins in that stretch, but yeah. three more wins so in this other half. Six, hand of the- nine, and one. Yeah, and I mean, will that win the division? I think it might. Um, also, I mean, I like in all actuality, this team can turn around. You know, Ertz could be coming back, and he could be back to what he once was having. Wentz being more comfortable, I mean, Fulgham didn't really look that good on. Well, I didn't really even see. I don't. I don't know if they were doing like if they're double covering Fulgham. Yeah. Like I didn't really get a chance to look at that. I mean, the one thing that uh, was tweeted out on Monday morning was like, "Hey, the Giants are the 26th worst uh, team against the the throw on the like out of pocket oh, yeah, yeah. out of pocket passing." And the fact that th- that's another thing, that's another indictment on Doug. We've been calling for that for years. You've been calling years. for th- Well, I was talking with Jesse about it. You, a lot of people, I was against it for a little bit just because when you're out of pocket, you have more chance, more of a strike zone on the quarterback. You can hit him lower. You can hit him a little bit later, too. So you can get away with that. So I was like, oh, protect Carson, protect Carson. But if we just put a second-round draft pick into a quarterback, there's no reason to – not be rolling out Carson, especially when he throws the ball on the money on the run. Like that—that's the thing. Is like yeah. he can do it, and if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. Like that—that's really—that's where we're at. We need to win games. We're not playing to, oh, like we're not like I don't know. It, this is and especially this, the line was struggling too last week, and yeah. I know I think I don't know if it's this week we might be getting um, what's his name Sam Isle back. I heard uh, that'd I be that's nice. this week, but yeah, that's definitely nice. would, definitely would be nice, big for this this team. Um, but let's get into the Browns game this week. Uh, a game I think this team could win, but I, I, I yeah, you, you really don't know. I think what Cleveland does well is run, run the, the ball. ball. They got some dogs up front, and um, they got that old style of football play. They have a fullback. They they, they, they dominate with. Yeah. And but the thing is, they the only <laughs> the play calling with them is they'll only like really really run the ball. If it's like bad weather, like they really like they want to right. they want to throw with Baker, the game last week think, it was it was a monsoon. I think so, it's supposed to be bad weather. This so week. that's why I pulled up the. I was hoping that the weather report would be right here, but I don't have it. Um, I heard it was supposed to be bad weather. So then actually. that's. A, I mean, it really comes down to yeah. They don't have the weather yet. Let me go to that. Um, I mean, it really comes down to what this defense can do too, though. Like I know the offense has struggled, but that defense did not show the up. The defense is yeah. The defense is. I it mean, has showed up at some points, but like last week, they didn't even play the game. Yeah. Like they they literally did not do anything well. Um, I mean, I didn't. So I, for those of you who don't know, I was in New Hampshire with the game. I was trying to get it up. Paul sent me the link. Shout out to Paul. Shout out to Ackley. Um, so I missed the first the first Giants drive and the first Eagle drive. I missed the whole the whole drive. Um. And that first Giants drive, I'm like, all right, they started at the 10. Because I rewatched it and yesterday. We got, yeah. we got a sack. I'm like, yeah. how the heck did we? And then yeah. right away, they, they complete they complete a pass. And then Sleep. later in the drive, I think it was like third and eight, uh, Malik Jackson, I think, jumped off sides. Like little things that shoot yourself in the yeah. foot. And then it was third and three. Um, 
But they just they drove down the field running the ball. Daniel Jones ran for 80 yards the first time we played him. Read option, same thing. He's off. Like, yeah, like was, I just don't know how you don't respect that. Like, yeah, it's, obviously, like you don't it's, respect it's him been, from falling down. It's been but. hard this year. The, the defense has struggled against quarterbacks and receivers running the football. Like with the reverses, they, they're just not prepared for them. Um, and that's another reason why this team is 26th in, against the run this year. Yeah. I think a big and, reason. And like that, but the thing is, like, I don't know if it's losing Malcolm, losing Bradham, like two of our better tacklers on the team. Like I, I would think that Malcolm losing Malcolm a little bit does have to play into that because that's another linebacker in the box. Because that's, I mean, he could actually tackle and he used to make some plays like that. And then Bradham also, I mean, obviously he was dwindling down a little bit. So like, mm-hmm. I'm not like that upset about it. But at the same time, he was a player. Yeah. So Bradham's. Man, I'm done with Brown. Why? He had some hate for Philly in oh, he did? before the season. Forget I forget it. why. No. He trashed us. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. at least I don't, you know, bring guns to the airport or that aren't registered, and also beat up a pool boy in, in Miami. But did you? Because um, I didn't get to watch a lot of NFL last week. But did you catch the Cleveland game last week? I know I saw the score yeah. was ten to seven, so it was, the weather was really bad then. Yeah, it was a monsoon. It got delayed. The game didn't st- kick off until one thirty one. Oh, you know, I did see that. I did see that. So yeah, Cleveland. I mean, they come in here six and three. They're they're an up and coming team. I don't think they're yet, there yet, especially in that division. Um, although Baltimore is struggling this year, uh, more so than people thought. Yeah. Um, I will say the positive thing: the two times we played AFC North teams is our offense has played really well. Um, but we lost both those games. Yep. Actually, well, we tied the Bengals. So. Um, well, the R offense wasn't doing that well. That yeah, no, but I was just thinking yeah, of Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. Um, <laughs> I meant to say Pittsburgh, Baltimore, but I said Pittsburgh Steelers. So going into this game, like, it, it comes down to Doug Peterson. It comes down to Carson Wentz. Um, for for the fans, I think, like, just to see something out of them. And then, like Paul saying, the defense has to show up. Because show up. they got punched in the mouth last week. And um, by by a by a Giants offense that really really shouldn't do what they did to you. I yeah, um, I mean especially like if Barkley's there, okay, sure. Yeah. Like if that's that's the one thing where it's like, I I would respect it a little bit more. And the other thing about last week too, we didn't really talk about at all was uh, Jalen Hurts' action. Yeah. Okay, like, what were your thoughts? Like, I I was a, I'm a noted hater. Noted hater. On Hurts. Just like the fact that oh. like he didn't like the I thought you'd kinda come around to Hurts no, playing though. Well, like last week you talked about Hurts. He didn't get involved more, but I didn't yeah. know he was getting going to get negative one yards in the run run attempt and his best play being having the ball snap off his shins. Yeah. And being yeah, picked up by was... Miles Sanders. Like that's that's like he didn't add anything well, last week. That's another thing with the Hurts thing. Like you they gotta, don't they aren't using him well. They're not There's doing no like the packages. To... Yeah, like they should There's... do the Hurts maybe over in the wide out instead of Wentz and have yeah. Wentz get like there's Hurts comes in, Wentz goes to wide, so it's automatically you know Wentz hasn't really been he hasn't been involved with the play once. It's ten on eleven right there. And then it's a run. Like Hurts he, has thrown the ball. He did throw twice. a strike. Um twice. the one thing that Doug, if you're listening, um Greg Ward on the left, Wentz in the center, and then Hurts on the right. So you got three quarterbacks right there. Do something with it. I don't know. I yeah. I just think like that's something where it's like okay, Ward can throw it, Hurts can throw it, Carson can throw it. Hopefully, Hurts can catch. Hopefully, I know Ward can catch. Hopefully, Carson could catch. Like you, like it's yeah. something where it's like, all right, I got these players. Like you, you just lost to uh, at the time, 
a two and seven football club that literally has been terrible. What? Why are you laughing? That I call them football club. <laughs> I was. I don't know why I've been saying club instead of team. I, think, <laughs> I like it. But like, it's a two and seven. I mean, I haven't been watching soccer. I was gonna say maybe it's because I've, but I haven't. But like the Giants, literally, like like I was saying before last week, the only teams that Daniel Jones has beaten was the Washington yeah. football team wow. four times, and then that Bucks team where Winston handed the game to them on the platter. Obviously, Jones, he, he outplayed Carson on, on Sunday. I mean, just by using his feet, by using something else. Also, he obviously, Jason Garrett outcoached, out-schemed out an offense for him, too, yeah. um, which is baffling my mind. But um, anyway, anyway, you got to figure out something to do. Like, I think they're just – the problem is, is like, okay, use him as a weapon – or just stop throwing him in there and yeah. having him be a waste, like, just a, a waste. Yeah, because he comes in in a crucial possession, second and ten, like you said, he loses the yard, and now you're now third and 11 for your like, $130 million yeah. quarterback that you just took out and made it harder for him. Yeah. Great. Like, great job. Like, I, I don't know. And then the thing that sucks, too, is, like, if Fulgham, I don't know if he was supposed to settle down a little bit more on that third yeah. and 11. So, like, you, like, like I always say, like, you don't really know what's going on with the routes. And also the other thing, like, if – Oh, Mr. Twitter, like, screen grab, like, just watching the game, the game, the actual game. Oh, look, this person's open right there. You don't know what the reads and the progressions yeah. of the play are either. So it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, okay, like, that's cool. But, like, at the same time, was Fulgham supposed to st- settle down there? Like, was that, like, one of those things? Or was, like, Carson hoping? I mean, it was – oh, you didn't hear it. Because um, – but they said on the – this is, like, a – just a cool thing that they mentioned on the broadcast because Dan was listening to Merrill Reese. Um, but they said that, like, Carson, like, for, when he first found out, like, Fogelman was going to be this guy, like, he got all of his practice tape and, like, looked at it. I did actually. Oh, you that. did? They said that in the beginning of the game because I watched yeah. the first. Oh, you rewatched it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that, I was hype. I was like, yeah. I was really hype on that. And I was like, oh, today's going to be a good day. Then it all went downhill from there. Yeah. But, I mean, I thought that was pretty cool. But anyway, let's go back to the Browns. Um, they had a couple games where they blew up, yeah. but I mean overall, I don't think they've been like really anything that special. Uh, obviously, you had that Cowboys almost like blow up, but that was with OBJ. Like this is yeah. a, this is a different yeah. team than when they were scoring that many points. Yeah, it is, um, and so I just I don't know what to really expect on um, on Sunday. So, well, let's get into it. Score predictions Sunday, Eagles-Browns, another 1 p.m. kickoff. Um, who who do you got, Paul, for this game I on mean, Sunday? Cause, uh, well, you're losing all hope? I'm not, I'm not losing all hope, but let me hear what you got. I have our Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, like, you know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm allergic to p- picking against us. That's, yeah. that's the thing. It's like. Because it's just, like, it's not worth it for me to go into this game like, oh, we're going to lose, we're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that we're going to win the game ugly, sloppy, slurpy, all over the place. Like this buff- like the Buffalo game we had last year. Because like, we did just look at the weather, and it was going to be very um, I like that game very rough out there. Yeah, it was, it was a big game because we needed that win. Sanders had a big run. I think we win this game 24-17. to 17. I and like game ball is going to go to Miles Sanders. Yeah, he need, he needs to get rolling, stay healthy, stay on the field. Hopefully, he has a big game Sunday. I I just don't see us turning our offense turning it around. I don't think our defense is going to be able to handle the ground and pound 
of the Cleveland Browns, Chubb. Chubb kind of just came back last week. He had 19 carries over 100 yards. Kareem Hunt had over 19 carries over 100 yards. Like these, There's going to be a lot of r- running the ball. And our offense just can't get in rhythm, especially if they're not on the field that much. I think it's going to be an ugly game. Um, and the Eagles come away losing this one. Mm. Browns win 21-13 in an ugly, 21, ugly football 13. game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I obviously... Anytime I pick the, against the Eagles, hope I am wrong, um, yeah. and I'm not going to give out a game ball because nobody deserves it. Did you see my comments on the going for the two? Or yeah, I, I, I that that made the most sense to me. Yeah. Um, from it, what you said, but yeah. I mean, like obviously, like everyone here, like you got to kick the ball, you got to make it a field goal game. Mm. You're not stop, you haven't stopped the Giants all all day, and then you're telling me that. If, sure, if the game ends in the third quarter, then yeah, go for the one point. But the, you, you have a whole other quarter of football. We have 50 years of data from NFL games to know that. But the data I saw like was like a point two difference between going for two and going not going for two that time. Oh, re- yeah. what they should. I, uh, I saw it somewhere. I forget uh, where. Um, I'd have to I, look that up. Again, so but. I'm just going off the fact that you're not stopping the Giants. If you get if you get the two point conversion, then at the end of the game. Instead of having to get 10 points, all you have to do is score. Well, it's more than just like all you have to do is, but all you have to do is go down the field and then get the two-point conversion again. Instead of going down the field, kicking a PAT, getting on side kick, getting back in field goal range and making that just to tie it. So that's why that's why I thought that was a, that just, was the move. I, I mean, just, Doug has, it was has a terrible a play lot. call. It was a terrible play call. It was it was a terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible play call. Yeah. So I mean that's like literally like we're running it down their not down their throats, but like the last the first two point conversion, we just ran it on them. And that's how we scored that touchdown too. So why wouldn't you try that again? Instead he spreads them out, tries a little pick play of sorts that didn't didn't work at all. Yeah, um, I just feel like overall this year I I can't find what our two point conversion percentage is. I'm looking at our fourth down conversion, which we've gone for it a lot. We are five for seventeen on fourth down this year, and Doug, we know Doug likes to go for it. Um, that's a twenty nine point four percent conversion rate with that. I, and again, I feel like our two point conversion rate is probably pretty low as well. Um, so, and we, I mean, that's what we loved about this team in twenty seventeen, and that's what we're gonna keep referring back to because I mean, it was the good old days. Like that was when this team was at its best. Um, but it seems like Doug has lost his touch with that. And more times than not, we're not converting on fourth down. We're not converting two-point conversions. And, um, yeah, I, I think you gotta, you really got to be careful with this team, especially if you have an ability to score points, whether it's a field goal or a kicking extra point. Like, you need to, need to take care of those opportunities. And at that point, you, you would have been down three instead of four. So I get, I get the frustration. Um, yeah, and I like also the- get the thought that, like, all right, we could potentially win them with a field goal if we stop well, and get the ball yeah, back. Well, that, yeah, that's fine. But like the thing, the the whole thing on my end is this is the third quarter with three minutes left in it. So there's 17 minutes left of, I mean, 18 minutes left of football, and this team has moved the ball up and down on you, and right away they do get that field goal to make it like okay, that would have made sense if we if we would have gone. Yeah, easily. That was a killer. So like, no, I'm thinking of their touchdown. Yeah, I mean, their their touchdown put the nail in the coffin. Yeah. For the most part, but if we got the two, it wouldn't have been. 
Like that that's the whole reason why that's the whole reason why I really do like if if Doug's gone, I hope that we still get someone that is aggressive and maybe calls a little bit better uh, of a play call cuz I mean that that definitely wasn't a um I mean, like, like I said, that was, that was a terrible play yeah. ball. Like, he was just trying to be too cute. Like, oh, I'm Doug. I can scheme up this pass play that will work. And, I mean, definitely did not work. And I don't know why it's so hard to find two-point conversions on here. Yeah. Well, that's our preview for the week. Um, while, I don't know if Paul's going to try to find that or not. But let's look around, around the league this Sunday. Week 11. How crazy is that? Week it is 11. insane. It's um, flew by. Crazy, like Thanksgiving is next week. We'll have the Thanksgiving games. Um, mm. I mean, it, all, it always goes Sean, by so fast. Oh, Sean, yeah. I was dying. He's like, bro, like, it says he's playing at 1230 on Thursday. Yeah, so our one friend, new to our fantasy league, I guess. No, I mean, it's it, it doesn't have to be, like. No, he, I know, any, any fantasy league. Yeah, he's just looking ahead. Um, he got confused with the Thanksgiving day game time, so, uh, yeah, that's funny. But looking around the league, um, games that intrigue me, um, Packers-Colts 425 window, I think that'll be a, a good game to watch. Uh, Monday night you have, um, well, Sunday night you have Chiefs-Raiders, no, like Paul said, Mom's, or well, Chiefs coming off a bye. And the whole thing was, was too, that they um, they rode the buses around the field after beating them last time, so it's... It's the whole thing. They're very. They? Yeah, it was, it was in the news this oh. week. Was them talking about the buses? You didn't hear Gruden say, "Well, oh, uh, you know the bus." I don't. Remember. The quote was the quote was really good. Just trust me yeah. on it. I believe you. Any Gruden quotes usually yeah. pretty good. And then Monday night you got the Rams and the Bucks, so that'll be a good game. Um, Rams coming off a big win, right, Paul? Um. Yeah, I didn't think that they were gonna win, but then I did it. And, yeah. Uh, and that's why I only did 15. So. so, Paul had the Rams beating the Seahawks. Even though all week I was going to go with the Seahawks, and then last yeah. minute I switched to the Rams. Now, what is your game this week? I have Patriots versus Texans. Oh, tough one. Yeah. And tricky, tricky. I think I'm just going to lean on Bill Belichick mm. over Romeo Cornell. Um, yeah. But at the same time, Watson really scares me. So, I'm not going to put that much on it. I'm still in second place. Uh, I'm I mean... Mr. Cardinal's making some headway away away from me, though. Yeah, I think there's going to be another person that could jump up there this week. But they have a good game. Yeah. So. Uh, let me look at the schedule. <laughs> now i got to figure out. So, um, yeah. Uh, what, what, wait, did we say what your game is? Oh, yeah, yeah. Patriots. But did, yeah, yeah, Patriots. I didn't say my pick. Well, no, I, wanted to, I was going to say, because, I mean, the pa- Patriots came off a big win on Sunday night, beating Baltimore. Yeah, in a monsoon. Um, so, I mean, it's one of those games where it's like, yeah. It's a Bill, perfect Bill Belichick. Yeah, like, muck, like that's what he wants. It's a mucked up game, and then you know I'll show my genius and do the you know make sure that my players do the right things. Yeah, do their job, as he would say. So um, looks like the Giants have a bye this week. Yep. So yep. That about is all I have. Sixers had a, I, in my opinion, I think a great night the other night. Uh, Daryl Morey making. His presence fell early, got I mean, rid of the Horford contract. I mean, the whole thing is, like, this is Hinky's mentor. So, you, like, I mean, anything he does, I'm going to not, like, you know, not be, like, overly, but, like, I really loved Hinky. I thought he was smart. I thought he should have stayed GM. I mean, everyone knows that. But then Daryl Morey, like, he, he's the guy that 
I mean, I'm he's just like he's the guy. Yeah. So and it's also crazy. he's a, and also it's exciting because we're in the aggressive part of something like Daryl Morey said before, like yeah. that him and Hanky talked about like it's so much better just to tank like th- and that's what we sat through. And then Hanky was finally getting to the place where he could be like, okay, let me get rid of that. But then you know you have Snake Adam Silver mm. kicking him out, putting in Jerry Big Collar Colangelo, and then. The exciting thing that I'm really excited about is it's also cool because, like, you know, we got rid of Al Horford, and that that was a very bad contract, and we gave up a first-round draft pick and a second-round draft At first, I was like, ah, like, I mean, that stinks, but at the same time, we didn't, like, Drew Holiday just got traded for three firsts. So, like, the I think the gauge of a first-round draft pick right now is, like, up to be debated. Because also, like, especially with the team that's going to be making pushes. So, like, that first-round draft pick we gave up, like, it's probably mid-20s. But yeah. we did did just get a, per, a good a good player in the early 20s. Yeah. So, like, that's the one thing that is um, definitely, well, like... Well, for you to get rid of that contract, I think, and you still get, like, I mean, Danny Green's a shooter, like... Yeah, I've just he's, seen him go cold so many times. <laughs> like, he went cold when we played him with when he was with the Raptors. He was cold that whole entire series. Yeah. And then he was cold the whole entire, like pretty much the whole entire playoff run for not the whole playoff run, but like he didn't really do anything for the Lakers this last year. Yeah. And then Terrence Still. Ferguson, he's like nice two K player, but yeah, he, he, he's some not, nice slams. Yeah, but like he's pretty raw. So I mean, it's it's not like. But I, I think the real thing is just getting out of that Al yeah, Horford that's contract. The, the big thing is you got rid of that contract, and then you brought in a really good shooter in Seth Curry. Yeah, well, that was a separate. Yeah, you know, I original, yeah, that that I was Seth ecstatic Curry, about. Yeah, forty five percent from three. Like, hit. you're doing what Philadelphia has been waiting for. And for a also, years. like we've been asking ben for, we've been asking for Seth Curry too. Like yeah. the last couple of trade deadlines, obviously the Mavericks were in it. But this team, like uh, I was talking to Ben, um, and he was like, he he's like, uh, you know, I don't really know that much about it, but like, what, like, should I be excited about what just happened the other day? And I was like, yeah, definitely because. This is literally going to make so much space. It's going to be a different team, more yeah. exciting, and also it's going to be coached by a different team. Also, you know, uh, freaking Tobias Harris was having a great, great career, well, seasons underneath um, mm-hmm. Doc. So you have that in there. And then also you get this bowl. I, I don't watch that much college basketball, and I'm not going to watch highlights and be like, okay, this guy's nice. But – I did listen to him talk, and I really love his demeanor and love what he's about. And so, like, that's that's what I'm he going on. He seems off. like a good fit. Like, what this team – like, I mean, we never really got that guy who could play with Ben off ball. Mm-hmm. Like, who what we hoped Markel would be. Yeah, and the thing about we Fultz, We haven't too, got that guy since. Fultz, we were Not forced – we, we were forced to like Fultz. Yeah. Like, that was the thing. But also, like, everyone was saying he was the consensus number one. So, like, of course we're going to like him. But, like, I never really liked his attitude. Like yeah. we always used to make fun of his little Snapchat, but don't tech, don't hit me up like go, like what you know like the, yeah. all the like random like eighth grade stuff that he's doing on Instagram, yeah. and like this dude like I'm watching like I was just scrolling down his Twitter to see what he was like retweeting and stuff, mm-hmm. and like he just looks like he is another like not like Joel because Joel's so like charismatic, but it looks like he likes to have a fun time and also like that he's about it. Like, did you see the quote yesterday that he? shoots 750 to yeah. 800 shots, then works out, and then does it again. Like, that's what we love. Obviously, um... And he's, um, in clutch sports, so he's boys with football well, and that Ben. Doesn't, that doesn't mean anything for me. Huh? That doesn't mean anything. No, it means there already has a connection with Ben. Yeah, no, that that is nice, because 
one of the clips I heard him was talking about Ben calling him his older brother yeah. and, and like LeBron and stuff like that. Like that's nice. I mean, I don't pay that much to it because like KCP's in clutch sports. So and that's yeah. So it doesn't really. I think they're were they making was that like all over Twitter or something? Because I had someone else say like. I don't know. But but the other thing too was that because Rondo. I don't think Rondo's with Clutch Sports, but Rondo went to Kentucky, and he was, mm. I watched a clip of him talking about how Rondo like helped him work yeah. out and stuff, and yeah. was like really good hands-on stuff. Um, so like that's good because Rondo, like, if we get a Rondo type player that can shoot a little bit better than Rondo, I mean that's that's what we want. Like someone that can lock down on D, good ball handler, good distributor. That's like that's all we. I mean, I mean Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers like in the past three months or whatever it's completely changed not even three months bro it's literally been like because we just got doc what a month ago yeah it's literally been a month i know i'm, everything... I, I'm really just talking about since the, since oh, the series ended with yeah. boston like oh, yeah, i felt yeah, yeah. like the future of this team like was no nowhere yeah. yeah like you're stuck in these bad deals like yeah like the process was really really found and the process has still failed up until this point but it is a process and what we have now like I'm now refreshed, excited about, like, I'm excited for basketball to be back in a month. And yeah, um, I'm excited to see what, what these what these guys will bring. And, and, it's, not, and it's not done yet. It's not done yet. So who knows what, what Daryl Morey will do. And it's, it's great to have a GM, like, that you're comfortable with. And you and that has done it before. In. Yeah. Like, th- there's no uh, knock, like, on Alan Brandon. It's his first time doing the job. But, I mean, we mm-hmm. look at that Al Horford deal. Terrible idea. We sold ourselves on it, though. Yeah. And then Tobias yeah, Harris deal... I don't think anyone really thinks that he's a max player, and he's not. But let's hope that Doc Rivers can get that potential out of him because when we traded for him, he was playing like he was playing really well. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like the first like couple couple months of the season is going to be like really interesting to see how the team gels and finally fits, and to see if we make any other moves. Just because like now with Daryl Morey, he's very he's always been active during the trade deadline. Like, yeah. like for like, cause it's like, okay, this is the window. Obviously, like he, he tanked the ship with uh, again, again the Rockets, uh, Westbrook. He basically, he basically abandoned them because he, he just quit. He, yeah. I mean, he resigned and then got picked up. But also, he had the whole comments on China. So that was the other thing that had him in hot water with the Rockets oh, and okay. also the league ownership when he said, um, "F China." I don't know what it was. It was something about the sweatshops that. That they make all the jerseys in, and since the NBA is very pro- like gets a lot of viewerships from China, they had to like put a muzzle on him for that. He almost got fired just for those comments. Yeah. And now, um, I mean, Philadelphia is used to people talking like that. Houston isn't. So, yeah, one um, name I've heard float out there, which mm. I don't think will happen, but would love is Zach Levine. No, yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's. Be, I just realized I awesome. called him Doc. Who? Glenn. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's why Glenn Rivers, yeah. That's what, I can't believe it. I mean, he just got me so excited. Yeah, yeah, I, when, when I first well, everybody made, calls him Doc. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, I'm a lot more excited about the NBA season now. Yeah. Like, like you were just saying, like, it's such. It is a big shift from Getting August. Swept. Yeah. August, like, that was terrible. Yeah, that was that was absolutely terrible. Um, and then now we're gonna have a fresher team, a team that has. I mean, everyone's like, oh, Jake, like, this is, I'd say Seth Curry is what, I, well, at least I'm hoping that he would be able to do what JJ did here, plus a little bit more, because he's a little bit younger, might yeah. be able to defend a little bit better. Um, so, I mean, they shot the same percentage last year, 
So, I mean, that JJ, also letting JJ walk, like, really sucked, too. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. I mean, 20, 2021 could be, could be. Roaring 20s, bro, we're back. Yeah, we're back. We're going to get rid of COVID <laughs> in 2021. We're going we're gonna to be back. Um, I mean, yeah, Sam Hinkie, man, I would love to have just a cup of coffee with Sam Hinkie and talk about his time with the Sixers. That's, that's, like, yeah. that's really wild that you said that, because the other day I was sitting, I was sitting here watching um, Casino, a Scorsese film, and I was like, I was just thinking about like a couple people that I would love to like sit down. You know how they used like I think it was like 2019 where like pick the lunch table yeah, to sit yeah, at yeah. whatever, yeah. And, or like we did the question like who would you want to talk to? I think I would really love talking to Scorsese, Hinky, like just people that like have a vision for something and then go after it and just see like what where it first originates from, and then also just yeah. like. Talk to them about, like, like how did you come up with this? Because um, I was watching the movie, and I was like, this is, like, it. he, Scorsese even said himself, like, it's a movie without a plot. So, like, I want to talk to him about that. But, like, it's just really, um, it's really cool uh, having people that can create stuff. And, like, Hanky would be really fun to just sit down, just hear him talk about stuff. Hanky's the whole reason why I listened to anything at three times speed. Was really? Because, yeah, because it was said that he was listening to a... Um, it was like a book. I think it was a book on uh, math or like probabilities, and he was listening to it on three or like four times speed. And as soon as I heard that, I said, "What? You can do that?" And then I was like, "Well, if Hanky can do it, I know he's a lot smarter than me, but like maybe I can figure it out." So now that's that's how uh, three times speed Paul was born. Wow. So yeah, shout out to Sam Hanky for that. It really changed my life. And also, first date for me and Meg, I had to wait out a couple. Um, like a couple hours because she not a couple hours but like an hour so i went to the starbucks by the apartment that shoot up in chestnut hill i went to that starbucks and i had the sam hinky manifesto and i was reading it and her friends were at the starbucks and they're like is that like they took a snapchat of me while i'm reading sam hinky's manifesto on a piece of paper at starbucks so we were just talking about manifesto yeah we were just talking meg and i were just talking about that uh the other day so that's pretty funny all right, well, let's end with a quick get to know us. Um, since uh, it is around Thanksgiving, family time, we got a family question for you. Oh. If you had a family business, what would it be? Um, what constitutes as a family business? Like, what would you say? Like, would it have to be like, like a business? So, is it like more of like a small? Like, is it something? Whatever you want it to be. Okay. Okay, I got it now. Um, so my coffee shop, yeah. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Like it's happening. What do you mean it's going to happen? Like within the next like 10, 15 You're trying years. to open a coffee shop? Fox Chase Roasters, really? something roasters. That's something. like Britta's dream job. Really? Like dream there you go. Let's go. Yeah. Come on. That's me and Roman's dream thing. And <laughs> we've been talking about it and he actually did like a whole report and we're literally going <laughs> awesome. to do it. And that would be good to have someone else with the experience. But yeah. the only thing is. The margins are pretty good, but like also like you have to pay for the place, you have to mm. get it popular. But I mean, I think Fox Chase is a good area because you have the train right there, you're yeah. close enough. Yeah. Also, uh, the only thing is you have to find somewhere with parking. Yes. So that that's like the big thing because like uh, Pilgrim's Roasters, I think they do have a a parking lot, but like. I don't. It's hard to park in Maniac. Yeah, like, that's really what, hard. And that's like so the one thing. But that's, like, and a lot of people in Maniac in general, they walk. Like, yeah. Walk no. Yeah. Around. So it does work out. But like for people coming out of townies or whatever. But like that's the one thing that Starbucks 
pretty much always provides you is a parking lot because you know they pay whatever x amount of money to knock down small businesses like corner cafe yeah i don't know if they, i don't think they not i think it was already but but anyway yeah. th- that was that was what um i mean yeah so that's like something that i want to do and i think i will i think i really really wow. that's like something that save this podcast yeah that's fun we'll, to we'll listen have, back to we'll have it playing every time someone walks just, in just like i was listening back to some of your old pods as well. yeah. yeah we gotta get back to that what's that uh, awesome what's your um I would say, I mean, I don't, this isn't as um, realistic, um, but like a restaurant. That'd be cool. Just because, like, it was always, my my dad always talked about it when oh, I was younger. Did. Like, oh, I should open up my own place. I got this, this, this. <laughs> I'm like, like, I could easily do it. Like, I don't know why I'm not doing it. Like, I, I get this for this price. I can sell it for this. Like, um, but I don't think that's um, that's realistic at this point. But maybe well, he could look into it at, the, at his age. So the one thing that I like about the coffee over restaurant is because it's less maintenance, like not less maintenance, but it is at the same time because you don't have to cook. Like what you do is you have like the pastries instead yeah. of stuff that you have to get cooked. Then you could have a counter person filling up coffees, and then also like it's more about like the interior aesthetic too nowadays too. I, who knows what the marketplace is going to be in two thousand thirty? Yeah. But I mean, I think it, it would be something cool to have uh, something like that. Obviously, all yeah. coffee shops are shut down for the foreseeable future. So that's, I mean, that's something. But I think that's definitely um, something that yeah. I want to work towards. Just because, like, that'd be cool. I like the idea of, like, a neighborhood, like, restaurant, like, where people yeah. come to a lot. Like, where well, that's what Cafe Carmela's is kind of now um, up in the Northeast where we had, where Joe and I had a really good cheesesteak. Oh, really? I saw them on the news last night. That's why I was saying that. They had, they're like, yeah, you know, COVID, it's, it's actually Renato knows the owner. So we're not like it's a it's more of like Mayfair, but they moved up a oh, little right. bit into Home Circle area. Do you know where Jimmy's mom's nail salon yeah, is? Yeah. And it's, it's right next. Oh, it's right next. Okay, yeah. It's in the same shopping center. It might be two doors down. But they um, anyone ever needs a pedicure, go to Hands Nails. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically the guy was just like, yeah, you know, like we're just trying, we're gonna keep on going through this COVID stuff. Like it's really hard, and like is the last night that everyone can eat yesterday. Yeah. So like they had like it looked like too many people for. For like COVID regulations, yeah. but um, he he was just like he they had this little kid. He's like, oh boy, like this is great. <laughs> like it's like this little kid. He's like, I've never been here before, <laughs> but this is great. It's like some nine year old. But it's just like that would be a fam- like a family run restaurant that's like local. Like that's yeah, and like, that's like what you want to go to too if you can, especially like, now. I know this is this is a bar, but like, I always think about how I met your From, mother. Yeah. Well, well that's more of a that's more of a spot though, like because yeah. it's not really like okay sure it's a bar because like they have like the any like drunken situation there for the most yeah. part, but at the same time like that's what it, like Friends they have the coffee shop yeah so I mean I never really watched Friends so I don't know uh, I haven't either I've I know watched that episodes, I know that's the coffee yeah. shop that's that's all I know about it um, just yeah just the vibe I guess I think that'd be cool yeah I mean it should be interesting uh, and. See how everything goes with COVID. Yeah. Because, like, the other thing about this that has me, like, a little bit just, like, thinking is, so this is a strand of, this is the 19th strand of this virus. Like, isn't there, like, a chance that, like, you know, COVID-25 does, like, the same thing? You know? Who knows? But I I guess if we had a, I'll have to talk to a virologist. I thought everyone was, I thought everyone knew everything about the disease now. The way, the way that people be putting I just that. know the lockdowns are a little crazy, but 
What a time. Yeah, I mean, so the one thing that I will say is smart about the lockdown is having the bars closed for the biggest drinking night of the year where everyone from yeah is on top of each other packed in like sardines because you know if it wasn't a total lockdown or like a like mandatory thing those things would still be packed out and then there is a good chance of it again spread so that was the one thing that i do think it is a good idea to have it like just because that's like a that's a breeding ground and that's already a breeding ground for the flu every single year pretty much i would say so since we do have this going around i do think it was a smart idea just on that front that's it Hmm. everything else i I don't uh fully agree with but i do agree with since it on Wednesday, normally everyone packs into a very small bar yeah. and, like, licks each other's earlobes while they're trying to take a sip from their drink. Um, so, <laughs> um, I'm not talking from personal experience, but I did hear a story once. Yeah. But, but yeah, so, I am very hyped about the Sixers. Yeah. I'm hyped about my coffee shop in 10 years, and I'm hoping that the Eagles win on Sunday. Yeah, me too. <laughs> And, um, yeah, that's about all we got for you today on Cheesesteak Sports. Um, Thanks for listening. Uh, We'll talk to you guys next time. Go Birds. Go Birds.